0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark's, the first chapter. John, the baptizer, appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside, and all the people of Jerusalem, were going out to him. And were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. turned apart, and the Spirit descended like a dove on him, and a voice came from heaven, you are my Son, the Beloved, with you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. I'm going to ask you the same question that uh, Emily asked the children. Do you remember your baptism? No. no. Who remember? Okay, two, three, four. Four, that's good. At least look in your pictures, you remember what your parents told you? Okay. That's good because, as you already heard, today we are celebrating Jesus' baptism. When we watch TV, especially the news, the news we receive every day about our country and the world are not always good news. The situation in the Middle East Ukraine, Ecuador, and many other countries remind us that the war on terror is far from over. Also, the experts are telling us that a recession is still likely and coming soon. Most of us knew that because prices are going up. Retirement and college funds has gone down. And many people around the country are worried about reduced hours and salary or job loss. Today's Gospel says that it contains the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Does this good news that was preached by John and Jesus so many centuries ago, have any power to counteract all of the bad news that we are hearing today? How does this good news impact our lives? Does it give us strength and courage to face bodily whatever we encounter? Today's Gospel begins as John the Baptist appearing in the wilderness, baptizing in the Jordan River. The Jordan River is not one of the amazing rivers in the world. Compared to all the rivers, it is tiny. Despite of it, the River Jordan is one of the most famous rivers in the world. The Old Testament says that the people of Israel had to cross the river Jordan to enter to the promised land. And the New Testament says that Jesus was baptized there. The Jordan River has also become very symbolic during slavery. Crossing the Jordan became synonymous with gaining freedom among African Americans. What is so interesting and fascinating about the Jordan River is that in biblical times as today, it always has signified a border. In a way, the Jordan River always has been land of no one and land of all a borderline where one could encounter the stranger and the unknown. John the Baptist appears here in this border region, the wilderness. The wilderness was seen as a place of struggles and trials. We talk about having a wilderness experience when we struggle with our faith and our relationship with God. Yes, sometimes we do because we are not perfect. Whether we are struggling with our faith, facing trials and tribulations, or fighting the forces of evil, God's good news comes to us. If we think we have problems, the Jewish at the time of Jesus had greater problems. Their land was occupied by by a foreign army. Poverty and hunger were everywhere, and and besides that, their religion placed heavy burdens upon them. The message of John that they should be baptized for the forgiveness of sin was good news to them. The good news of God's love and forgiveness and a possibility of a new relationship with God is not all that John proclaimed to the people. John tells the people that Jesus will come and baptize them with the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, baptism was a sign of a change of life or new life. Jesus' ministry began after he was baptized. His baptism helped him understand who he was and what he was to do. It equipped and empowered him for ministry. Many of us don't really know what to do with our baptism beyond acknowledging that it was an event in our lives. We struggle with allowing it to be living history in our lives, to live in the reality of the covenant that was made at our baptism and to open ourselves up to its shaping force in our lives. Martin Luther, in his darkest moments, struggled with doubt, despair, and depression. The lifeline that Luther used to recover hope was to declare himself, I have been baptized. I have been baptized. This declaration helped him to focus in who he was and what what he has been called to do. I will repeat it. This declaration helped him to focus in who he was and what he had been called to do. Also, baptism in the early church was a clear statement of faith in Christ. Faith in a new life, a new existence in God, which also had consequences for one's life choices. My brother and my sister, baptism is a reminder of God's love and forgiveness. We remember that our baptism was also the time when God brought us into His family and gave us the ability to call Him Father. Isn't that amazing? Our baptism reminds us of who we are and what we are about. Being a Christian, being the church feels more and more like a journey in a confusing and strange wilderness. A highly contested territory where many things, ideas, and ideologies compete for our attention and worship. Nothing on this earthly pilgrimage is certain anymore. But, but we should still remember, yes, remember that in the beginning, baptism happened on the River Jordan in the wilderness. But baptism was and still is a call to repent, to turn one's life around to follow the new ways God shows us, even though these ways may make us feel sometimes uncomfortable. Baptism is a challenge, but it also contains the promise of God that He will be with us always, that we are His beloved children, that we are part Of his huge and diverse family. Just look around and you will always find companion on your pilgrimage through the wilderness of life. Wherever you go, even the wildest of awful places in life, remember that that place is God's territory. You are not alone. You are his. God loves you forever and He walks with you and He never leaves you alone because God loves you. God loves us. God loves you and me. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you thanks Thanks. Because in baptisms, you adopted us as of your children, your beloved ones. Thank you because the Holy Spirit came to us. We were still with the, with the mark of the cross. We were given new life and eternal life. Oh, my dear God, how many blessings we received that day that we should celebrate every year as we celebrate our birthday, we should celebrate the fact that we were baptized and became your children. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.